0: Autumn presents How Flamenco Went Pop, written by James Parker. God must have made Camarón de la Isla weak for a purer display of glory. Camarón was small and pale, his name means shrimp in Spanish, and he sat on a wooden chair and sang. His pained and primitive voice roared through him, with no concern for his person, His fragility increased its power. Camarón was Romani, and his art was flamenco, the elaborate and harrowing music chiefly associated with the Andalusian Romanis of southern Spain. In his lifetime, he was flamenco's first superstar and a divinity to his people. Rock and roll habits depleted him. Lung cancer finished him off at the age of forty-one. His body was taken back to his hometown of San Fernando in Cadiz, where his coffin bobbed and tilted delicately on the surgings of a massive stricken crowd. Why am I telling you now about Camarón de la Isla, a heroine-snorting flamenco singer who died 28 years ago? Because of Rosalia, the Hispanic Beyoncé, the Iberian Bjork, the Catalan Sinead O'Connor. A 26-year-old Spanish avant-pop artist with global reach, Rosalía is topping charts, winning awards, and finding a vast audience for her unique sound. And she loves Camarón. She was 13, and he was her first exposure to flamenco, his voice emanating hoarsely and shatteringly from a nearby car stereo. Me explotó la cabeza, as she told El Mundo, my mind was blown. Possessed of a daringly syncretic musical intelligence, Rosalia has inhaled flamenco. She has absorbed the moods and structures of this untraceably old Romani blues into her gleaming 21st century pop. Polyrhythmic handclaps, wild melismatic vocals, Phrygian scales, they're all in there, right alongside the trap beats and the sonic future flutters. Released in 2018, El Mal Querer, you could translate it as Bad Loving, or even Hail Gaga, Bad Romance, is a concept album based on the anonymous 13th century narrative poem, Flamenca. Jealous husband, ardent young knight, wife crammed in a cloister. Listen to Que Nos Salga La Luna, and you can hear Rosalia's pop system metabolizing flamenco in real time a classic buleria opening of shouts, fierce strummings, and spattering handclaps, travels down an electronic tunnel, gets swallowed, and becomes a muffled pulse, like something heard underground or through the wall of a club. There's nothing haphazard or bolted on about this. Rosalia's encounter with Camarón launched an obsessive technical-emotional study of flamenco, years of apprenticeship and vocal coaching, a scholarly initiation from which she emerged with skills verging, in true flamenco style, on the uncanny. Nonetheless, her innovations have jolted the flamenco universe. Rupturista is how a reviewer for El País saluted Rosalía on the occasion of her new album. Imagino ya, he wrote, a los puristas rasgándose las vestiduras. I can see them now, the purists rending their garments. Camarón in his day had a similarly surplus-shredding effect. In 1979, at the height of his success, he outraged flamenco hardliners and temporarily lost fans in droves by using snazzy rock instrumentation on his album La Leyenda del Tiempo. Of course, Camarón, unlike Rosalía, was working from inside the tradition looking out. Also, La Leyenda del Tiempo was not a hit. Those who have listened to it and don't really like it, he suggested at the time with modest conviction, I think that they should listen to it again, because it's very well conceived. It's in his bearer moments, in his stripped-down classic style, that Camarón now sounds truly radical. Take the 1981 recording of Como el Agua, which he made with his most constant collaborator, the great guitarist Paco de Lucia. The song is a tango, one of the lighter and more celebratory flamenco forms. De Lucia's guitar comes sidling in almost absently, humming a theme rhythmically tucked under, and then, with an abrupt fingernailed flurry, stops. A ringing silence. Limpia va el agua del río. Calls out Camarón in his young, old voice, with crystalline authority. Como la estrella de la mañana. The timbre and the elemental phrasing are one. It comes as if from a muezzin's tower. Clear runs the water of the river, like the morning star. Two recent documentaries now streaming on Netflix, Camarón, the film, and the six-part series Camarón Revolution, are superbly educational. For all his slightness, Camarón is an intense physical presence. His hands, with their many rings, are broad and eloquent, delicately clasping and unclasping in syncopated claps. He softly wraps a table with his knuckles, keeping time, or, in one clip, lays a hand on the knee of his guitarist Paco Sepero. In traditional flamenco, there is an exquisite rapport between singer and guitarist. The voice leads and the guitar follows. On the nerves of the guitar, as it were, the voice measures its first effects. Tomatito is another of Camarón's prime accompanists. He gazes at his partner with a telepathically stoned and sensual grin. Off goes Camarón, eyes shut, hair quivering, on one of his dizzying and wildly dramatic vocal runs. Netflix, via its subtitles, gives bathos to the lyrics. How joyful everyone is and what a harsh life I have. And my cigarette went out, I lost my way, I lost my way, mother. But the pain is real. He's cut me so deep so many times, testifies the bullfighter Corro Romero, one of Camarón's greatest allies. He really makes my body tremble. A real flamenco artist pains the ears of the layperson, declares the old cantaor melu in Camarón Revolution. One sees his point. Flamenco is street opera, an ecstatic mode of complaint, lamentation, some say, straight from the cave-like forges of the Romani blacksmiths. It is a profound combination of formal intricacy, ethnic memory, and soul-scooping urgency. And the singing, all that virtuosic wailing and sobbing, can be hard to take. But the thing, the spell, when it happens, is unmistakable. Duende is the Spanish word for it, the prickle on the skin, the axe edge of experience, sublimity freeze-framed, even a shining closeness to death. Camarón was dripping with duende. He only had to open his mouth and the spirit was summoned. And Rosalia can do it too. With her hands on the live wire of tradition, she can produce the shock that is Duende. In live performances of De Plata, she is seated next to her accompanist, Raul Refri. Two chairs, old school. But Refri is hipsterishly hunched over his instrument, head down, hacking out a minimal, grungy figure a brief spiral of drone. Rosalia, knees wide and hands on her thighs, is braced and waiting. A sound, a frequency is building inside her. The guitar figure repeats, repeats. Is this flamenco? It is when she starts singing. Cuando yo me muera, when I die. The angle at which her voice comes in will make your hair stand on end. Rosalia, not Romani and from the north of Spain rather than the south, has been predictably accused of cultural appropriation. The more interesting question is whether you can commodify Duende, whether you can make the centuries-old neural voltage of flamenco part of your pop project. So far, for Rosalia, it's working. Meanwhile, from smoke-filled flamenco heaven, the spirit of Camarón looks on, wondering whether this tough young woman, with her deep schooling and her shortwave commercial instincts, is his truest earthly inheritor. If you enjoyed this production, find the best long-form articles read aloud in the Autumn app, available now for iPhone.